podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we look ahead to to um, game week 21. I've almost forgotten which game week it was. Um, I should know it's game week 21. The preparation for game week 21 seems to be going on all season. Um, but yeah, it's game week 21. Um, we're going to be doing this as we look ahead to um, uh, game week 21's uh, dilemmas and issues through the goals and assists imminent tables, which is fancy football scout members area stats to try and predict future returns. Um, last week, we looked back on those predictions, see how well they did. Um, and this week, we'll have a look at those tables proper. Who is due a goal? Who is due an assist? Um, in addition, we'll take any questions you have at the end of the stream. So have a think about those and post your questions in the live chat. My name is Joe and Joe. Joining me is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks, Joe. Yeah, it's shaping up to be uh, an interesting game week, isn't it? Captaincy mm. up in the air. Quite a bit of variety in the Son Salah replacements as well that I'm seeing about. We've got the split game week, of course, which adds another layer. So, yeah, lot, lots to discuss. Um, and looking forward to seeing who's on the tables this week, hoping... Maybe one or two of my transfer targets are. Yeah, same same with me. Um, excellent. Uh, before we go on, um, do remember to press that like button and it really helps us out. Do remember to subscribe so you keep up to date with our uh, latest videos and podcasts. Also, have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk um, for the latest offers in the membership area there. Any stats we've got here are all uh, derived from that area as well. Welcome to those joining us in the live chat. Um, if you uh, Once again, as ever, my uh, playback function isn't working, so I'm assuming you can all see and hear us if you can just let us know in the live chat uh, that you can see and hear us so we know we're not just talking to ourselves um welcome to uh jason matthew sakan jamie cory rodrev Jama, kieran and many more um joining us from south africa um and uh once again atlanta um a, a couple of weeks ago we had someone from atlantis i thought it was uh, they were returning but probably um i, I think some events happened in atlantis to uh, mean they couldn't be join us but Atlanta's fine as far as I know from flooding um yeah everyone is saying good to go um that is excellent um uh, do do keep us posted um just to make sure that we're still there um oh dragon loat is normally in freezing Norway but now he's in sunny Wimbledon um so um uh, audio and video all fine says Alan thanks for joining us brilliant um okay um let's just get into those tables let's not mess around who is due a goal? Goal's imminent. Let's have a look. Okay, this is by last four matches. Um, I've done it by matches, not game weeks, um, because um, different teams have played certain amounts. So we've still got some owed fixtures. Uh, Brentford, uh, Man City, Luton, Bournemouth spring to mind. Uh, and that's going to step up as blank and double game weeks occur. Um, okay, first name on this list is um, Callum Wilson at Newcastle. Um, if he starts, which is unlikely, um, he could get returns. Three shots on, just three shots on target. But he's been underperforming his stats with 10 shots inside the box. All of his shots over the last four matches have been inside the box. Uh, but he's only started twice and only had one big chance. So he's probably not on our radars as a transfer target or anyone to get in, is he? I think he's out of game week 21. Um, Eddie Howe, he spoke, um, I think it was after the cup tie against Sunderland or maybe before in his presser and he ruled him out of the next two games, which was that Sunderland one and the City one. I think he'll be back after that though. But then of course you've got Isak who did very well at the weekend and there's going to be a bit of rotation there. So 
don't think we can be looking at Wilson just yet, but maybe one for future weeks. Okay, before we get to the next name, just had an update from Matthew. I um, uh, misread Atlanta as Atlantis. Um, I, apparently, I might not have done because it is a flooding with heavy rain in Atlanta. So um, fingers crossed Atlanta does not become Atlantis. Um, hope Matthew <laughs> and everyone else is all safe there. Pascal Gross is next. Um, mainstay of my team, Brighton, uh, 6.4 million. He's had three big chances. He has missed them all. But he's had a couple of shots on target um, and he's had nine shots, uh, five of those from close range. He's been underperforming his stats by at least a goal involvement, uh, at least a goal rather in the last four. No goals. He has been racking up the assists, though, recently. Um, Brighton looked good despite the injuries at the moment, uh, particularly from attacking-wise. Um, yeah, if I if I had two free transfers, I would probably bring him in. But I've only got one, so I might not prioritise him. But I do like this fixture against Wolves. I do think he's going to get a return for this. Yeah, I think he's my top target for um, a Son replacement. I'm probably only going to move Son out this week mm. rather than both him and Salah. And I think Gross is... He's, he's right up there. Um, he may be, maybe not the most exciting pick in the world. I get that. I get that from kind of people when I discuss his name, but he's, his numbers are great. He's, you know, more than anybody, Joe, you know, how key he is to Deserbi and how he loves yeah. him. He's going to yeah. play, he's going to play every game, isn't he? He could play no, anywhere. No rotation issues. Yeah. He could play anywhere. Attacking mids, central mid, defensive mids, fullbacks. He could play on the wing. Um, he could play goal if he wanted to, probably. But the thing is, you might see him in all those places during the match. <laughs> could play yes. all of those plays, all of those roles, all in the same match. <laughs> he does seem to have been playing more of the midfield role lately, though, doesn't he, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Because it's Hinshelwood's been filling yeah. a right back, hasn't he, and kind of inverting. And they're stupid hands back now. Yeah. They've got bodies back, so, basically, yeah. Yeah, so and no Matoma, no Adingra for the foreseeable either. I thought against West Ham, he got in some really attacking... Mm. But positions gross, you know, he's attacking the box late, mm. should have scored really. Yeah. And chance create and chance it's good to see gross on this table mm. because chance creation is never really a worry with gross for me. He's he's gonna tick along with assists. Yeah. Okay, he might go through a bit of a dip every now and again, but the numbers are always there. Mm. Um Jao Pedro's coming into form, which helps his assist potential as well, I think. So yeah, I'm quite bullish on Gross. I think, yeah. um, and it, and it's not just that Wolves fixture, is it, Joe? You know, no. they go to Luton the week after. Mm. They've got Palace. They've got Sheffield United a couple of weeks after that. So there's some nice Ever fixtures Everton, there for Brighton, Tottenham. I yeah. mean, these are all attacking good attacking fixtures. Might not might not win, um, but there's certainly no. going to be goals there. Um, yeah, top of the fixtures up to right up to game twenty seven and beyond, I believe as well. I've only looked in the the, the, yes. the next seven fixtures. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I, I've, to be honest, I'm, I've only got one transfer. Salah or Son is going, probably Salah, because it just frees up more money, gives more options. It's going to be between Pascal Gross and Phil Foden, I think, for me at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I genu genuinely don't know. And I, it's not my Brighton head here. I just think it's, a re I, it's an immediate... Home at Wolves is an immediate return, I think. Whereas Foden has the tricky Newcastle game. He can sort of wait a week, because then he's got Burnley, and also I'll have a bit more information. Um, about Foden's role with De Bruyne back, Harlem back. Yeah, because City, they go, I think they're one of the few clubs, I think they go to Abu Dhabi after mm. the Newcastle. They've got two weeks off, haven't yeah, they? Yeah. In, in, well, it's two and a bit weeks mm. off, I think, actually, in preparation for that, mm. that game against Burnley. And we're going to want, and so you'd think Harlem probably comes back in for that. Is that a game for De Bruyne to get 60 minutes 
in home against Burnley potentially. Yeah. And and Foden, I think Foden, you know, yes, we want him playing a central mm. role because that's where he's looked so effective recently. But even if Foden's starting every game on the wing, you know, he's, he's still yeah. going to do well yeah. out there. Um, so I, I like him as an option as well this week. Um, haven't moved for him yet, but yeah. he's, he's he's on the radar. Yeah, I'm very, very, very tempted by Gross. I, I don't know mm-hmm. yet. I'm still un- very undecided, which I haven't made the move yet. I've lost probably about half no. a million already. Same. But, but yeah. you know, that that's why, um, I mean, my, my team value is about 105 or something. So... Um, uh, that's why I'm not, not too worried about the money at the moment. Next name up is Darwin Nunes. Of course, Darwin Nunes is on this list. His goal is always imminent. Three big chances, fluffed them all. Six shots on target. He's had 13 shots, though. Um, he should have should have scored at least a goal. Um, uh, three just well, three starts in his last four matches. So there is there's a possibility of rotation, but he does seem to be favoured. But 30, mm. 11 of his 13 shots have been on target. He has scored. Um, uh, and he can assist as well. I just, it's just about, for me, it's just, I've said this many, on many, many podcasts, it's about fun, this game. And I I do not enjoy, I did not enjoy owning Darwin Nunez and I don't think I ever will. So I'm not going to own him. But not for me, could be for other people though. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about him at length before and the Arsenal game at the weekend, it, it was very hit and miss. It's, it's what you tend to get with Darwin, but perhaps more miss lately. Mm. Um, but he actually looked better in the second half when he went to the left, I thought. Mm. Um, yeah. and, and and so maybe that, there's a bit of uncertainty in that Liverpool front line with Salah gone, isn't there? Because there's still four players competing yeah. for three player, places, essentially. And I think Gakpo looked better as a centre forward as well. Yeah. He started in midfield at the weekend. So I think that he'll probably play more minutes up, up top going forward. So, yeah, I mean, if you own Darwin, I think he's okay to hold. Um, the mm. fixtures are, aren't great, admittedly. Bournemouth and Arsenal are good defences in the next three. And there's Chelsea as well. Mm. Burnley after that. But by that point, you're probably going to be getting Salah back. But yeah. Darwin, yeah, you know... I, I, I mean, I think there are other strikers ahead of him for sure, but he might not be a priority sell for everybody, everybody but I get why he's, I haven't owned him this no. year and I get why for people like you, Joe, who's probably made that Watkins move mm. um, yeah. and lost out on a few points. He's probably oh. just been very frustrating yeah. to own. I just, um, I think I reversed, just reversed it. <laughs> just be done with yeah. it. At least with Watkins, yeah. he might not score, but he'll, he'll get the assists. And he'll get returns, and that's what you want. He always lo- he just looks better. <laughs> I know he's playing yeah, yeah. striker for your team as well. He just mm. I, I enjoy him in my team. I don't enjoy yes. Darwin Nunes. Um, yeah, Alexander Arnold is next. Now this is a bit of a sort of a headline grabber, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Not just for me personally as a non-owner, I fear him every week. Um, but he's eight point five million, a lot for a defender. So yes. two big chances, missed them. No shots on target, four starts, but he has had nine shots, three inside the box, which has earned him sort of a right to sort of creep up this table here. Obviously, assist potential is a big one. Those amazing passes he can do for midfield. Um, there's a p- possibility of a clean sheet against Bournemouth, but it is against it is away and it is against Solanke uh, at Bournemouth. Um, so I, I don't know about clean sheets, but you know, from attacking point of view, goals. Um, yeah, basically, I don't own, and I'm I'm right to fear him, aren't I? <laughs> well, he's playing at a really high level at the moment, isn't he? He was mm. really good against Arsenal at the weekend. He would have got the assist in FPL, I think, for the Kivior own goal, wouldn't he? And um, 
Yeah, I think he hit the bar as well, didn't he? So yeah. he um, he's obviously he's playing at his, his top level. I think you're right to look at those fixtures and maybe think, where are the clean sheet? I could see a clean sheet at home against Chelsea. I don't think either of the next two. I think Bournemouth away yeah. and Arsenal away. I'm not so sure. I know they kept a clean sheet at the weekend, but they did ride their luck yeah. at times uh, against Arsenal. So I'm not sure about that. But I think that... You know, the way he's playing, I think, you know, you go into games thinking he can get an attack in return. So, um, and given that Trippier has dropped off as well, he, he's he's probably the, the the player, the defender yeah. to own, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but he is a lot of money. It's 8.5 million. Mm -hmm. um, are, you, are you thinking of getting him in, Joe, or are you going to ride it out yeah, for a bit longer got, without uh, him? Or? I mean, I think I do need to, simply as a shield, mm. but also he's a good player. Also, Liverpool could double in 25. They could blank yes. in 26, but they could double in 25, all to do with their League Cup Good. final involvement. Um, I do not want to go into a double, Liverpool double game week without a fit Salah, if, if he presumably he's back from MAFCON, and Alexander-Arnold. Mm. I, I do not want that world. That's not a world no. that I live in. Well, that's not fun. You said about no. FPL being no, fun and going into fun. those games without missing fun, fun, is it? So um, I, I think for me, one of the reasons I'm moving we'll talk about it in our team reveal video a bit more but one of the reasons i'm thinking of moving salah on instead of son is just it frees up more money and gives me more options yeah. it gives me enough money to move you know lampty i've got on my bench up to alexander arnold if not this week in the following week against chelsea um, and that'll be my next move so i'm quite happy to wait um well not happy to wait but i, I, I don't want to spend a hits a hit to get him yeah. in in a week where I've got three defenders, I want to I want to field. Um, so yeah. uh, you know, there's no there's no need for me to get him in. If I was sort of very light in defence, I would I would definitely get him in. But you know, I've got Alfred Doughty, don't need Alexander Arnold for a while. Um, yeah, you've got Porro as Porro as got, well, yeah. haven't you? So you've got your you got your fair share Porro. of defenders. Got, you probably got, won't keep clean sheets, but we'll do well. I've got Gabriel uh, at home to um, yeah, Crystal Palace. Palace. Yeah. I mean, all three of those, you know, I would play any week, you know, not any week, yeah. and with those fixtures. So, yeah, Alexander-Arnold can wait. Uh, if it wasn't for yeah. a hit, maybe I'd bring him in and maybe bench Gabriel or something like that. But I can't, you know, not not, not for a hit. It's not me. worth it for a no, minus no. four, no. Um, so well done, Alexander-Arnold, Daniel. So you're going to get the march on me there. Um, Saka is next on this. This is important as well. Another headline grabber, I think, because he's in the frame for the captaincy. We have a captaincy video out this week as well. Do watch that or, or listen to that podcast version. So Saka's only scored a goal in his last four matches, um, but he has uh, had five shots on target, 14 shots inside the box, 18 shots in total. So he's really, he's, I mean, 18 shots is huge. And he's full, I mean, I can't remember it, him making all of these shots, but clearly he has. And 14 mm. of them have been at close range as well. Just only five on target. So that's the problem there. If you can get them on target, he marginally should have, should have got another goal here and therefore hopped off this table in a good way. He's only got one goal, but... Yeah, it's pleasing to see him here. I hope I see him on the assist imminent table as well. Because if we're thinking of the captaincy, we want goals, we want assists, we want, we want everything, don't we? So, yeah. yeah. Does that make you feel a bit better owning him and perhaps captaining him? Yeah, I mean, I think they're creating chances, Arsenal, aren't they? They just can't finish them at the moment. That, that's the problem. 
Um, they've got a lot of quality in there. So you've just got to hope that this this break that they've got will give them a bit of a chance to reset because Saka has looked, he's been running to the ground a little bit. He's played so many minutes over the festive period and the season as well, that maybe just having a, this, this bit of a break will do him and the rest of the team, you know, it will make a difference for them and then they can come back refreshed. Because I do, I, I'm not writing him off as a captain. He did very well against Palace last mm. year. I think he got 18 points at home against yeah. them. So he, so he probably likes that matchup. I, I can't remember if it was Tyrick Mitchell playing at left back. It might have been last year. I'd need to look into that. But yeah, I think, it, I mean, he, he got the goal at Fulham, didn't he? Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's on a major drought or anything like that. But we do, I do want to see a bit more from him from open play, I think. Um, and uh I'm, he's in the running for captaincy, yeah. certainly. I'm, I'm currently on Palmer, but it, but it's close. Okay. Uh, um, next up, Gordon. A lot, of, a few, quite a few owners still of, of Gordon at Newcastle, but mm. they probably a lot of people might have got rid of him recently. Sort of a dip in form in Newcastle in general. Um, hard to. I mean, he, he looked okay against Sunderland. Um, hard to know what to make of that. It's not not Premier League clash, um, but um, yeah, ten shots, last four matches. Uh, no goals, hence him being on this table. Seb, but those shots, seven of those have been up at close range, but just two on target. He should have got maybe a goal over this time. Um, so they're okay, but I think if, what 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 would you do if you own Gordon at the moment? I suppose you've probably got Salah and Son and and mm, various other fires yeah. to f fight, so you wouldn't sort of not priority. But he's not a player yeah. I would feel wholly comfortable owning at the moment. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably keep, but only because of game week. They've got a couple of tough fixtures, mm. haven't they? They've got City and Villa away, yeah. but then they play Luton and Forest. And I think because, like you said, Joe, I think that people have got Son, they've yeah. got Salah. And I think I'd probably just play him against City, knowing that he's done very well yeah. at St. James's Park this year. Yeah. Just hope you can get something. They're probably going to lose, yeah. but it might be a 2-1 or a 3-1 yeah. or something. Okay. You might get something. No. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah, Gakpo is next. So you mentioned him. Um, mm -hmm. I get the impression he's a more of a Firmino figure in that he sort of yeah. links up play, gets in the way a bit. Um, you know, he doesn't cause the chaos that Darwin does, but yeah. you know, he's just a reliable, steady player. And I guess he's competing up front with Jota, but nevertheless, he's got nine shots, seven of those inside the box, um, four on targets. So he's all right. Should have got. Um, at least uh, at least another goal. He has scored a goal in his last four matches. Uh, he's had three big chances, missed two of them. Um, yeah, I, I don't think for FPL, but I think in real life, he's good for Liverpool. What do you think? Yeah, he feels like a bit more of a facilitator, doesn't yeah. he, for the, for the players like Darwin and Jota, who are going to be racking up the goal attempts more so than Gakpo, I think. So, yeah, he's, he's not on my radar at all. But Liverpool are interesting. Um, are you tempted to, maybe not this week, are you tempted to go near the attack without without Salah there, Joe, or will you just wait well, for Well, I just don't back? think I'm going to get a chance because by the time mm. I get a chance, Salah will be back, so I'll just get Salah back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really want Jota, but I can't, he's just not getting the minutes. And mm. he's the one who looks like the, the best route to getting a goal. And it's just whether we spoke about, I think it was our very first goals imminent video. We spoke about the impact of this sort of ec more extra time on. Yeah. And, and Jota is amongst those that we said would benefit from that. Cause if he comes on in the SIP 70th minute, he hasn't got 20 minutes. He's perhaps got 30 minutes on the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, 
Yeah. Yeah, you saw the impact he made at the weekend yeah. off the bench, didn't you? Great. So, yeah. You, you, yeah, you've got to think a start's coming soon, but where is that going to be? Because I thought, oh, he'll come in on the right, but then Elliot played that and then Luis Diaz played on the right when Liverpool looked a lot better. Darwin looked better on the left. Then you've got Gakpo or Jota through the middle, and it just feels a bit like... When you're gambling on, is he definitely going to start the next three games in a row? Probably not, given that Liverpool are fighting in four competitions. I know the Champions League isn't running now, but they've got League Cup semi-finals, they've got FA Cups. And then even if he does not, where is he going to play in that team? Because I think, I don't know if you want him on the right. I think you probably would want him through the middle or at least on the left. So it's a risk. I think if you're chasing... I'd be more inclined to go for Jota because he is that kind yeah. of differential, isn't he? Which, yeah, okay, it could go wrong, but he could score a hat-trick in a game yeah. and nobody would bat an eyelid, no, really. And he can do it in 10 so, minutes, um, 20 minutes as well. <laughs> yeah, so maybe one for the people who are chasing and who are looking yeah. for one or two real differentials in their team. Um, I mean, apart from Pascal Gross at Brighton, um, this table particularly is dominated by Liverpool, Arsenal mm. and Newcastle. Um, but it's mainly sort of Liverpool and Arsenal. They've got their three players in. It's the last two on this list is Martinelli and Odegaard. Now, you have our Odegaard in your side, so you'll be pleased to see mm-hmm. him here. He's had 11 shots, yeah. five of those inside the box, just two on target. Should have got probably a goal over this time, um, but no big chances. Uh, Martinelli, meanwhile, has had a big chance. Um, he's a one shot on target, 10 shots, seven inside the box. Um, it was good to see him doing his party trick against Liverpool, um, running right down to the byline, cutting in, moving around defenders, trying to score, trying to do a pass. Didn't actually pay off for him, but it's just, it no. amazes me every week I see when I see Martinelli that he manages to do that and no one stops him. <laughs> but, yeah. um, um, Very but anyway, play against. Martinelli and Odegaard, mm. you own Odegaard, so you'd probably be keen to see him here. But I if their warm weather training goes well, there could be they could be options. Could be options here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit concerned as a double attack owner because I own Saka as well, and I've kind of got on board that attack. I think doubled up three weeks ago, and it hasn't hasn't really paid off. So I need, um, yeah, I need this break to reinvigorate them and for them to come back firing because otherwise, it's you know. It's a lot of money. It's seventeen and a half million or whatever on on two players. So um, the fixtures are there though for Arsenal. You yeah. know you've got Forest after this. Liverpool will be tough, but then West Ham and Burnley yeah. after that. Two yeah. two leaky defenses. So um, yeah, I'm going to hold Odegaard and um, a bit longer and um, and just hope that he can. You know, certainly the the home game against Palace, they're going to have a lot of possession in and around the box, aren't you? Yeah. And I hope that just he can be the one to to kind of help unlock the uh, help unlock the Palace defence. Uh, okay, we'll have a look at the assist imminent table. This will highlight those who are due an assist. Don't blame us if they just score and get goals for you instead, um, uh, which often is the case. Um, meanwhile, those in the live chat do have a think about some questions and do put a question mark in the live chat. And then me and Tom afterwards will uh, try and answer as many as we can uh, in the time we have left. Um, so have a think about those questions. Let's see who's due an assist. OK, once again, last four matches is a minimum of seven chances created over that period. Uh, it's matches, not game weeks, because uh, there's been an uneven amount of games played. Um, and once you have gone, got more than two assists, two assists or more, um, you're off the table. Um, if you're expected assist delta stats, whether you're underperforming, drop off, you're also off the table. 
Um, this is good news for the captaincy here. So Saka on the goals imminent table in the running to be a captain. Um, he's top of the assist imminent table. He's created 11 chances. He's had taken 12 corners. It's all good stats. Has scored. Um, no assists. And he's had four successful crosses. Should have got at least an assist, maybe more over this period. Um, uh, yeah, this is this is good. I mean, I know we've, we've got a whole video about captaincy come, um, coming out this week. But yeah, this, this makes me really want a captain Saka. <laughs> Yeah, lots of routes to points, which is mm. what Palmer offers as well, I think. Yeah, Another yeah. player that we, we debated in the captaincy video, and it was between those two for us currently. I mean, we're recording this on mm. Tuesday, so don't hold us to it if it changes on Friday. But for now, that's where we're looking. But yeah, I mean, it, I do think that Saka has looked tired recently. And I think that this break, it, it could do him a lot of good. Yeah. I think... Um, Teams are maybe, um, they know the threat he poses and they've maybe been doubling up on a bit and, and and really kind of making it difficult for Saka. But a home game against Palace, set pieces, hopefully pens, although as an Odegaard owner, I don't mind if he passes the next mm. one on, providing it's to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's a lot going for him, certainly. You, you've just got to hope that Arsenal can finally start scoring those chances because they are creating um, Trippier is next, uh, 6.7 uh, million now. He's gone down in price, created 11 chances, same as Saka. <clears throat> 23 corners, uh, no goals, 14 successful crosses. Um, I was I was watching him in the Sunderland game because he was back. Um, he's back. He's been sort of off form and I still thought he was quite poor. Um, I think he lost the ball a lot of times still. Um, and I thought his crosses were largely dealt with, largely. Um I, I'm not. I don't fear Trippier as a non-owner. Um, I don't think many non-owners do anymore, do they? No, he's had a blip, and I was just looking that even if he comes out of that, mm. I'm trying to think how many clean sheets are we going to see from Newcastle? And I mm. think I only really see probably the Luton home game in the next five, mm. where I'd be confident of a clean sheet. Mm. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking at getting Trippier anytime right. soon. I don't think, but. Um, if you own him, you might want to hold him for that loot and forest run in a couple of game weeks, maybe, and then reassess. Because like a lot of people, I think the transfers are going to be midfielders dominate yeah. dominating those transfers over the next couple of weeks. So. And, and those with a glass half full approach to Arsenal um, will be pleased to know that Martinelli is next on the list. And I will mention Odegaard is a bit further down this list, mm. but nevertheless on this list. So Martinelli in terms of so featuring on the goals as uh, imminent and assist imminent once a player's on both of these and they play for a good team and they've got pedigree i get interested Saka great see Martinelli and Odegaard so Martinelli I'll just read out his stats eight chances created eight corners five successful crosses should have got at least an assist more uh, an assist over and above the one he already got Odegaard last four matches 16 chances created really good stats there four corners five successful crosses should have got about half an assist um, above his um, assist that he has achieved. So once again, I mean, so you probably repeat ourselves here, but as you, as an owner of Saka and Odegaard, it's good to see them there. Um, I, I think Martinelli owners, I think he's a keep if you've got. Oh yeah, I wouldn't sell him now. I mean, I owned him. I've, I've, 
pre-Yoda guard, I had Martinelli for a few weeks and that didn't quite go to plan because it does feel like sometimes in this Arsenal system, it's it's not playing to his strength sometimes. You yeah. mentioned it. He, he gets to the byline and he's cutting a lot of balls back and that's a key part of his game, but he's not really getting those really good chances, those goal-scoring opportunities. That was my impression of it yeah. when I always, whenever I watched him. But I think if you own him and you've, you've kept faith this long, it would be silly to remove him now ahead of Palace and Forest. Oh, okay. So there's been an update um, live while we're talking. Um, I believe you might better look into this a bit more. There's an injury to Alexander Arnold. So uh, annoyingly, we put him on the thumb, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but not as annoying as it for him being injured. Um, so I, I haven't got a definite about it. I've just seen a tweet from uh, Andy. Let's no, it's just um, yep. Neil's just sent me it oh, and it's, um, it's, it's on the Liverpool site. So it's official okay. and he will be sidelined. He's sidelined for a few weeks due to a knee injury. Oh, okay. Okay. Definitely. So, so um, uh, all of those <laughs> watching and listening, um, if you just bear with me a second, uh, let's get my screen up. Well, I guess you don't need to bring him in anymore. That's, no. No, that's one thing less for you okay. to worry about. So that's yeah. literally no. while we've been, um, uh, on on air that has broke mm. so i'll just go back to the goals imminent table um everything i was saying about alexander arnold ignore because <laughs> he's not available <laughs> for a few weeks um i mean a few weeks wow. though mm. could be one game week um because game week 22 is at the end of this month and we're at the so if it's say two and a bit weeks three weeks yeah what? let's just have a look so yeah so liverpool are obviously he's going to be out of that 21st mm. of january one yeah the next game is on the 31st of january mm -hmm. so that would probably be a doubt mm -hmm. and then after that it's the 4th of february okay. mm, probably gonna miss a couple isn't it no. okay um, need to see the full quotes but yeah no. yeah definitely uh i might see if i can uh, change the thumbnail so we do mention him so this is what you could have got um apparently mm -hmm. i'm getting i'm getting uh, i'm getting lots of comments now about him and, and loads of medical experts in it's a tear in his lateral ligament apparently um and uh, yeah. also being suggested that he's got a knee injury for carrying the team for all this time <laughs> um and will see is suggesting i'm smiling inside um <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. Yes, I don't, I don't own him, but it's horrible because I suspect. I mean, if you if you tear your lateral ligament, that sounds really painful. So I'm not going to laugh at a good player. No, of uh, course not. That that has that has the potential to cause a lot of headaches this yeah. week because obviously we've got Salah and Son. Yeah. So if you're one of those managers who's maybe got a non-playing. Yeah. You know, it'd be a defender like a Lascelles, yeah. or if you've got like Mubama at front or mm. something, and you've only got one free transfer. This has the potential to yeah. um, to to be a problem, and um, yeah, yeah, it could be a bit of a problem for my team as well. But we haven't done art with recording our team mm. reveal after this week, so we can react to that maybe more in that. So. I've just. Um... I mean, ever the content creator, ever the journalist. I'm just thinking of uh, the thumbnail picture with Alexander Arnold. And I've actually entitled this Reds Alert, as in um, because it's got an Arsenal player on it and a Liverpool player and Alexander Arnold. But of course, the red can also refer to the flag Arsenal. now. 
and Arsenal oh, okay. so well, the red okay. could also be the flag it, it, so it's a red yeah, alert there could be, we, we can get creative or you could just switch it to Arsenal somehow but yeah yeah so <laughs> either way we've covered it here the content yeah. is straight off the press yeah. um, there everyone is saying we're all rich now so lots of sympathy for a guy tearing yeah. his lateral ligament there we're all rich uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to some players that we think will be fit oh actually I just don't want to say actually this whole news about Alexander Arnold just shows you what problems we've got in this split game week, because the first set of fixtures is this weekend. Then you've got the next set of fixtures. Literally, I was thinking, oh, my God, Alexander Arnold, uh, I want to own him. Owners would have thought, oh, I'll definitely field him, could even captain him. And then it's gone, you know, in a split to like injured. Um, yeah. That could happen to anyone we've mentioned. Anyone. Who's yeah. Playing that next weekend. So well. this so if this happened this time next week, one, we wouldn't have a clue about it. No. And you've got the FA Cup replays as well. Yeah. Um, sorry, we wouldn't be able to react to it because the deadline's gone. But And we've got FA Cup replays, including teams like um, West Ham next week, yeah. which is in the middle of the game week. Yeah. So even if Jared Bowen recovers, he plays in that. There's mm. no guarantee then he plays. It, it, it's really difficult. And it... And I kind of beefed up my bench a few weeks back and I paid for that last game week because mm. I had to bench Palmer. But maybe... Look, I'm not getting those points and I'm still very bitter about it. But at mm. least now I've got maybe a little bit more depth to be able to cope yeah. with situations like this. So Yeah, definitely there. Um, yeah, also another comment from there from um, Animations. This is why you don't make early moves. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people yeah. I've seen made, made early moves. So obviously, it's been transfer yep. activity. One of the main reasons I didn't, it was, it was so long and there were so many matches still to play. And to be honest, if I had made an early move, I would have done Salah to Bowen, who's now yeah. injured possibly for game week 21. So, yeah, I think a lot of people point. did make that move, didn't they? So. Okay, we've got sidetracked here. Uh, probably wise because it's Manchester United player next, Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> okay, so he did get his penalty. Um, he did. Yeah. Earned um, against, <laughs> against uh, Wigan. Um, but he got 13, uh, he's created 13 chances in his last four matches. Um, 10 corners, no goals, six successful crosses. These are good stats. Um, I've got Garnaccio in my team. I, I feel fairly confident of a return or two from Man get out of Manchester United. Um, but Fernandes, people won't go there, but he could be a good captaincy shout, especially if you've got a penalty and an assist. That, that's a haul. Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever he gets any kind of attack in mm. return, you normally get a bit of bonus with it because of his play style. And the amount of key passes and completed passes he racks up. And um, I mean, he hasn't pre-Wigan, he hadn't really looked like doing anything in three games against uh, prior to that, be it against us or, or Forest or West Ham, I think it was as well. But, you know, against that Spurs high line, you can see his passes, mm. you know, maybe finding his way to Garnacho. I think Garnacho, are you, you going to play him this week, Joe? I presume oh, yeah. you are, are you against yeah. Spurs? So, yeah, I, mean, I think it's quite a good option. I mean, I was... So, when I was doing the, the FPL Generals uh, video, speaking to him, I mean, he, he's just wildcarded. So he's in the luxury position where he's got four good midfielders and he's going to actually bench Garnacho as his first sub. So he's got okay. Garnacho in as, as a great first sub, which of course he is. Um, but for me, I don't have that depth because I haven't wildcarded recently and happy to play. Um, so I've got to play yeah, him. I'm, okay. I'm quite happy to because in the past, my supposedly first sub has actually... I've, I've fielded and done well. I mean, I remember 
suit a totally different player, but West Ham Suchek, um, my, my team was worse than many other people's. So I ended up playing him, but I got him for all of those goals. And every, he was yeah. just sitting on most people's bench. And with Garnacho, I've only owned him for one week. He's got a return. I, uh, the week before, he got a brace. He looked good. Once again, he looked great. Um, again, I know it's only Wigan in the FA Cup, but he looked good. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just full of confidence. And there's so many times where I wish other players had passed to him. But I don't think he did it. He's done anything wrong. Um, but no. yes, yeah, Fernandez here. So I, I guess the answer is yeah. Garnacho is much cheaper than Fernandez, and I think he might get more returns. Yeah, you feel a bit. You don't mind punting on a United player if they cost four point eight or whatever. Yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't completely rule out Fernandez, but again, it might be more for those people who are willing to take a bit of a risk. Mm. Maybe for people who are really looking to chase yeah. and hit, players like him and Jota maybe are the ones that. You might, if, if you're in the position that you're in, Joe, th there's no real need to be going for those. Unless, because I wouldn't say you, you, I don't think anybody who bought in Fernandez this week could be really sure that he's going to mm. get returns. It is a bit of a gamble bringing in player, a player yeah. like that, given that he's 8.2 million. But for some people, they might be more willing to, to risk it. Yeah, um, definitely. Okay, next name on the list, we've got Grealish here. He's a sort of an also ran to Foden, I would guess. And also we've got mm. Haaland returning, Kevin De Bruyne returning. Nevertheless, Grealish, nine chances created, two goals. Um, I, 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 I don't particularly like the stats. I think he's a great player, but he's an FPL player with Doku back as well. There's certain games that's just screen Doku playing. Um, I, I'm just yeah. not interested in Grealish. I don't think you probably no. No, I thought he did well against Huddersfield when he was on the pitch, but there's a lot of competition now. Doku's back, came on and got the goal at the weekend. Oscar Bob looked really good as well, I thought, on the other wing. Oscar and um, yeah, and then Foden might be pushed into that wider role once De Bruyne is back. Which, um, so there's a lot of competition for places there. And I don't think... I don't think Grealish really... I mean, he was in a few teams last year over a period because he was nailed. And I think anybody who's nailed in that city attack is of interest. But yeah, I don't I don't think this year he's really been on the radar, has he, at all? No. And um he needs to show a bit more, maybe a bit more goal for it. No. And next name, Kulazewski. A lot of interest in Richarlison, obviously playing up front with Tottenham. Uh how Tottenham affair without Son remains to be seen. Kulazewski should play on the right, I would imagine. Um yeah. and uh Brennan Johnson on the left, Richarlison up front, and then Werner's coming in, the Celso can play through the middle Madison could be coming mm. back uh, a lot up in there a lot of question marks here but Kuzevsky 12 chances created uh, he has scored he has assisted uh, he's had three successful crosses should have got more um, he's of interest but out of all of the other sort of Salah Son replacements he's probably a bit low down isn't he yeah I looked at him a few weeks ago and gave him a bit of thought when when Madison was out and he was playing through the middle a bit more and I like him in that role. And he is, he's a really, really good player. It's just, can you put him ahead of somebody like Richarlison? who's probably mm. going to be on penalties while Son's away. We'll be playing through the middle. It, it's very hard for, for somebody to, to kind of get ahead. Like I get why people would maybe go for Johnson if you can't afford Richarlison because yeah. he's cheaper, but Kulisevsky is pretty much the same price. Yeah, I, I would find it hard to put him ahead of Richarlison right now. Yeah, and we mentioned Odegaard uh, already. Yeah. And then Adogi is worth mentioning as well. I mean, Poro's the main draw there, um, but more expensive. Mm. So if you've got that money and you want to tap into yeah. Tottenham's fixtures, although they might blank in 26, 
Manchester United yeah. next, then Brentford, Everton, Brighton, Wolves, and then they've got Crystal Palace in game 27. Okay, fixtures, but I don't think people go there. But nevertheless, Doggy has created seven chances in his last four matches. And he has scored um, as well. Um, uh, let's send some questions. Um, if you're on the live chat, do ask some questions. Do put a question mark at the end so I can easily see that as well. Obviously, a lot of the chat is about the Alexander-Arnold injury. That sort of rocked us and and, and, and everyone. Uh, absolutely Thank huge um, player. Yeah, it's going to see a stupid and pick up a lot more interest yeah. now, I think. I mean, I was going to, um, uh, I mean, I was going to ask the first question to you actually there. I mean, where can you see the transfers being made there? I mean, I'm a stupid and yeah. It's going to be a stupid and um, I'm also a very worried Alfie Doty manager because <laughs> he's not going to be a differential much longer. That's... No, especially if they get, especially if they get a double in 25, yeah. um, which has been. Yeah. Talked about, but yeah, I think a stupid I mean, he has yeah, been playing be. on the the left of the back three, hasn't he? I think, and I think that Joe, would I be right in saying that is to manage his comeback a little? It's obviously less demanding, or do you um, think he's in there to? I, no, I think I think it's just certain. It, it it depends on the opponent, and it depends on yeah. obviously the personnel as well. But I think it's because some matches. Um, the he's favoured as a sort of a fullback in a in a back four, and some matches he could be favoured as a wing back, but he, or he could mm. be favoured in that sort of Cucurella role in that he could be on yeah. the left side of that of, of a centre back, but he can also go forwards. Um, yeah, I, it doesn't really matter. I don't think people should get worried about his attacking returns because he will crop up in attacking positions. Yeah, and he will be yeah. able to be assist. Um, yeah, no, he's he's great. He would be absolutely if I. Uh, so, one of the questions may be, who do we get in for instead of Alexander Arnold? As a Brighton fan, and also just yeah. looking at the stats as well, um, and looking at the performances. I mean, he's he's been back for three matches and he scored twice and got a clean sheet. Admittedly, yeah. only two of them have been league ones. One's a, his goal against Stoke, obviously in the in the cup. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, this is he's been back for three matches. He's got two goals and a clean sheet. Well, what more can you ask yeah, for? It's amazing. He's only about five million. Yeah. Um, He's under, he's under that still, isn't he? Is he 4.9 still, yeah. I think? So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, Mike. I was already I was already looking at a stupid and this week as a potential Livramento replacement. It might turn into Alexander-Arnold replacement now. Um, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, he'd be top pick. Um, um, yeah, there was, I mean, Michael Scott in the live chat was saying, um, I'm going to put in the word damn, because he, he should put it there. Damn, a stupid and was going to be my differential. Um, so yeah. he obviously shares that, that those those similar fears. Yeah, I get that. Um, mm. uh, he also Michael's got also asked a question here about thoughts on Tony in for Darwin, uh, and even a differential captain home to Forest. We we can touch on that now, but look out for our captaincy video um, because uh, we do mention Tony a fair bit in that, and so that would answer the second part of that about captain, but. In essence, though, um, Darwin out for Tony, especially with Alexander Arnold gone. I mean, is that if it's for free? I'd be tempted. Yeah, I would do that as well. I think. I mean, yeah, you might not get ninety minutes out of him immediately, Tony. Yeah. He might be, but he's still going to play the bulk of games. He's still going to get to yeah. seventy, seventy-five. I would have thought. And that Forest fixture is good at the weekend. Mm. He's going to be, you know, he's been, you know, he's missed so much football. Mm. Um, He's gonna he's gonna give Brentford such a lift coming back into that team, and uh, great penalty taker, great free kicks. 
Yeah, I think there's, I think if you haven't got other areas which you're neglecting to make that move, then yeah, you'd be right up there. I like it. Yeah, so if you've come for some love for Darwin here, you're not going to get it. (laughs) Um, Zubin, on on the similar theme, he already owns Darwin. He's not thinking of getting rid. He's just, he's doubling up with Jota too risky. I, I would say yes, given their main creator is now injured for three weeks. Yeah, that that changes, and the fact that Salah isn't there is a. Key, let's not forget he's a key creator for them as well. Yeah, yeah. You worry how that's going to impact Liverpool because the fixtures aren't easy. Bournemouth who have been playing really well, Chelsea, then Arsenal. These aren't these aren't really easy fixtures. And you take out your two best players out of any team. Yeah. If you go to City and you take out Haaland and De Bruyne, it impacts teams. So um, yes, they've got a big squad and a good squad, Liverpool. But doubling up on an attack for those fixtures without two creators, such big creators, that that might be a bit too much, I think. Um, animations asked the question that would probably us and every other content creator has been asking all week and will do this week. Um, who do you get in for Salah and Son? But for him specifically, he's got the two free transfers. He can do both. Salah and Son out. Uh, at the moment, he's eyeing up Foden and Richarlison as his top choices. Um who would your top two choices be, um, you know, out of any of the players, anyone? So hopefully this will answer, you know, say, for example, if someone didn't own Palmer, for example. Yeah, so like I think Saka and Palmer are my two captaincy candidates at the moment this week. They would obviously be yeah. right up there. But I get I get the feeling that most people probably own them already. Mm. Um, and I think I'd be looking at Gross and Foden as the two, which I think is similar to you, isn't yeah, it, Joe? Exactly um, same, yeah. Yeah, those are the the two players which um, Gross is your kind of your minutes man, but really, really been a threat over the past few weeks for Brighton. I yeah. think Brighton are going to, I think the fact that Brighton aren't playing in Europe now until March, I think I'm yeah, right in saying, yeah, that's they... going to that's gonna help them, isn't it? Um, yeah. Having that bit more preparation time. They're not going to blank in 26 Brighton or Man City, are they either? I think it's... It's probably going to be Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool and Luton who blank probably in 26, isn't it? If it's yeah. a Chelsea-Liverpool final. Yeah. So with Gross and Foden as well, you're getting in the player who will be able to cover that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think those two would be my top picks. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's not to say Richarlison isn't a good pick. I think Foden would be my top pick. Uh, Richarlison is yeah. a bit lower down for me just because I, I don't particularly know what I'm getting from him. I don't know how many offside shots he could get a hat trick. <laughs> I, I just don't know. Whereas I think with Foden and Gross, I know I'm going to get a steady stream of attacking returns. Um, also with Foden, mm. he does not, he will not blank. I don't believe in 26 and he could double before that um, with the Brentford game to be rearranged. So he could be getting could double, do, yeah. double, no blank. Mm. Great player, great team. Mm. And I also think Man City could be in that death kill mode at the moment with all their players back. So um, yeah, it's a bit of, ominous, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. Mm, okay. um, Rodrev says he, he caveats with this. I'm not ever going to get this player in, but what is our prediction of Timo Werner's price? Um, should he sign on the dotted line for Spurs as he's expected to? Mm, my first thought was seven. Maybe yeah, I think that would be, See, I think seven point five. I think it, no. has he been sort of in the past, sort of eight million 
forwards, but then dropped in price. Seems to recall him being about eight and a half million or something. Didn't so he, when I, he I came think, in? I mean, realistically, he should be a midfielder. If Richarlison's a midfielder, I think Werner should be because Werner would play probably behind him or possibly on the wing. But I can't see Werner mm. as a number nine. Um, I you say seven, I would have thought eight would have been too high. So therefore, I, I reckon yeah, seven point five feels right. Yeah, because at eight, you're going to be getting towards Madison and nobody's yeah. really going to take Werner over Madison no. once he's back up to speed. So you have to then challenge people and say, well, a bit like Richarlison, yeah. who's just under seven now, yeah. that would probably be a fair price, I think, for, for somebody who um, mm. will get chances in that Spurs team. Yeah. And he probably he's probably going to be playing under the right manager, but whether or not he can convert them a bit like Darwin um, and a bit like Richarlison as well. He, he might be a frustrating own again. I'm not sure if I want to go there just yet. No. Um, Sean's got a very long question, but the gist of it seems to be, should I get Jal Pedro? Um, he's got a whole bunch of, he's just listed who else he's got. He's got gross already. Um, I, I, he's got two free transfers. Um, you can remove Salah and Nakunku, hence him looking at Pedro. Yeah, I like Pedro. Um, but Brighton, uh, on top of the fixtures, he's in good form. He is. He seems to be more increasingly favoured by the manager. Yeah, he's been a mainstay in Europe um, in the starting lineups, but he should be now in the league because there's just a lack of competition. Adingra's not around. Matoma's not around. Um, so Welbeck and Ferguson will share the number nine. I would imagine Pedro will be the number 10, can play as number nine and can play on, on uh, wide as well. Um, and on penalties. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. He would be, yeah, just get, <laughs> you talk yourself into I, that I, I'm, I'm thinking, how can I get him in now? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. Get him in, get him in, get him in. If you've got, if you've got those, if you, if you can make a forward move, but I will caveat to say, if you've got. If you've got the money and and you're making a forward move, I do think Tony is better this week, as because he's a genuine captain shout. So even if you didn't go for Tony long term, just get for this week and see where you go. You can always get Pedro's. Brighton's fixtures are really good for a long time. Brentford's aren't, they are, yeah. but they are. But it is a good fixture this time. And t- it just I don't know, Tony back. I I just think that looks that's. That's a good captaincy move. And I don't even think it's a maverick captaincy move considering Tony's pedigree. No, I think it, it would be a maverick captaincy yeah. move if we had Haaland available, if yeah. we had um, Salah or Son, but we haven't. And so it's wide open this week. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's why Tony has got to be in the kind of the top three or four yeah. picks, I think. But, but, but yeah, I would put Pedro... Um, up there as well, definitely. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, move, I, like, yeah. I like that. Um, I like that move. Uh, yeah. Colemaster, he's already got a stupid answer. We were saying, you know, best Trent replacement. Um, and he's considering Virgil Van Dyke or Walker. Um, I, I would yeah. go for Walker because yeah. um, Man City don't blank in twenty six. Do double. He, am I right in saying he's played every minute of the league? Um, uh, yeah, he's pretty much started every game. So you, I think. It's the off chance of an attacking return, but pretty much you're going to be getting solid returns. I do think there's going to yeah. be clean sheets. Man City's fixtures in amongst them. They got Burnley game at 22, Burnley at home, Everton at home 24, Brentford away, Bournemouth away, 
Um, Chelsea at home and Manchester United at home. I don't know whether he'll get clean sheets in those, but um, there's some clean sheets in there and he could double in 25. So I would go for them. I, I, Liverpool, no, no, no Alexander, Trent Alexander-Arnold and no Salah just really puts me off. Um, yeah, and we forget that Robertson's out as well, isn't yeah. he? So who's going to play it? They're going to be playing a youngster at right back, aren't they? Because oh, okay. Joe Gomez has been on the left, unless Simicass is back sooner than we thought. And I think he has been pictured, hasn't he? But yeah, I mean, training. he has been. Yeah, I mean, I was. Uh, I can't remember when I went with my son to see Brighton against Liverpool last year. This time last year, in fact. Um, and Liverpool were down to this sort of. And I can't remember. Was it Doke? Someone like that? Anyway, came on and people go, who? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, he's the younger. Send attacker, on, yeah. send yeah. the children on. So yeah, it'll be a child um, somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it will be, won't it? It'll be the chap. Is it Bradley? It came on at right back at the weekend. So yeah, yeah maybe given all of those players out, mm. and I don't think the fixtures are great for Liverpool in a in a defensive sense. Anyway, yeah. I think Bournemouth. Are, think have been doing very well. Solanke against his mm. former club. Then it's Chelsea. Then it's Arsenal. So I don't think I would look at Van Dijk right now. I think Walker's a better shout. Uh, um, on a th- similar thing about defenders, um, uh, Sarah uh, has asked, should I do a minus four to bring in a Stupinan so that you can actually bench Trent Alexander-Arnold? And the reason she asked that is because she's got Mark Gahey uh, away to Arsenal. Yeah. Porro, great, and play him. Saliba, great, play him. Trent Alexander-Arnold can't play him. And Lascelles, he's lost his place and injured. Um, so well, you're down yeah. to two defenders. I would say in that case, whether it's for Trent or for Mark Gahey or Lascelles, probably Lascelles be the priority. Yeah. I actually think yeah, in this case it would be. And I would do the same if I only had two good defenders this week. Yeah, I'd do it. And I wouldn't sell Gahey, though, just because I, he is playing and they play yeah. Sheffield United yes. after this yes. week. I'm, yeah. on, I'm only aware of that because he's in my own team. But I yeah. think that Trent or or Lascelles out for a stupid man, if you've yeah. only got two playing defenders, it yeah. makes absolute sense to do it this week. And yeah. a stupid man, you can get in your team mm. and you know you can just play him every single week. Even yeah. at Tottenham, I'd probably play him in 24 yeah. for the next eight game weeks. Set and forget, basically. Yeah. He's exactly the kind of player you get in not for clean sheets, mm. um, which is handy because yeah. he <laughs> plays for Brighton. And they've only had one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, Matthew has said, I already took a minus four to remove Huang and Son to try and field yeah. seven attackers. And now this, um, I, I said the dangers of an early move, I guess, but the thing is, he's down to bare bones anyway. Now he's got um, yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold to deal with as well. Um, he can't say, it's the same issue, really. He can't get three defenders, but he's looking to wildcard. Well, as, as we just answered with Sarah's one I think you can just a hit maybe even two and you can solve that problem I think the wild card is so important later on um I wouldn't use it now just for to get to make sure you can get three defenders no because we don't have we'll have a lot more information ahead of the next deadline not this one because the FA Cup will be deeper in I think we'll have the draw for that I think you'll have a lot more information about who's likely to blank double um yeah, I run a P. I think if you have to, if you were, if your team absolutely needs it, then I'd wild, wild, wild card by all means, and it could still work out well. But I think I'd favour holding on to it a bit longer. Yeah. 
he's already saying a minus four, so just take another one. I would do that. I think the wild card is worth mm. much more than four points. Um, it can, yeah, especially can be with all the doubles and the blanks coming up. Okay, uh, this is a question for those thinking of bringing Harlem back. That's not me, because I've still got him, because <laughs> that's how stupid I am. <laughs> uh, if you bring back <laughs> Harland, would you play him with two 6.5-plus strikers? So in my case, that would probably be typically Watkins and Solanke. Or would you switch one of them to a cheapy, um, sort of thinking ahead? Um, he says Pedro and okay. um, Jimenez. Um I mean, we've already said, I mean, I'm, I'm particularly quite keen on getting Tony in if you can make that move. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think there is a merit. If I if I was starting again, I think I would still have Haaland, Watkins and Solanke. I think that would still be my choice. But depending yeah. on your, your budget, I don't think there's anything wrong with Pedro or, or indeed Jimenez uh, with Fulham, with Everton at home, Bournemouth at home, Brighton at home, all in the next seven fixtures. Pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, not much more to add with that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think um, there are various options now, and these cheap players like Pedro uh, mm. seem a little bit more secure in their minutes. Open up three four threes, three four five twos, whatever you want to play. Uh, Jay says seven lag. I can probably anticipate my answer to this. Thoughts on Alfie Doughty for Alexander Arnold mm. to help with funding Haaland in the future? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he's great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think he's good. He, he he's cheap and he goes on and he could get a double in twenty five, and he could also play. Yeah, in and they got so. Burnley next. Yeah, um, and then in twenty four they play Sheffield United. So yeah. and I think you, I think if you're a doughty player, you'll probably play him at home to Brighton too. Yes, yeah. they'll concede, but he's not just. No, not many teams are keeping clean sheets at the moment. So why not pick one of the most attacking defenders in the league? And that's what he is. Yeah, I mean, also the fixtures are important. I, I mean, when I got him in, someone was saying, oh, they didn't like Luton's fixtures. And I said, well, you oh, don't like... Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying, you don't like matchups against three promoted sides in the next yeah. five game weeks because, of course, they play Sheffield United twice during that time. Twice, so yeah. three fixtures yeah. against... Um, and I didn't get a response. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Sarah points out that if you do take Trent out, he is back probably for a double game week. If should Liverpool get that game week 25? Yeah, well, maybe that increases the interest in a, in a free hit in 25. Mm. If you're taking, if you're taking out Alexander Arnold yeah. and Salah this week, because you could free hit in 25, mm. then they're going to blank in 26. Liverpool will probably mm. blank in 29 as well because of the FA Cup mm. if they get to the quarters, which they're expected to given the yeah. draw, certainly for the fourth round. And I think one of those games prior to that is against City. So you might find that you could get rid of them both, free hit them in for that double yeah. if it happens, and then go, go without for a bit. Yeah. So um, Also, maybe. I mean, the point here about sort of benching that money, a lot of people won't like benching money. Now, I have benched Haaland all this time. I've had green arrows over Christmas and I'm, you know, quite happy where I am in the rankings, about 67K or something um, with Haaland. So it hasn't ha hampered me having 14 million on my bench. And I don't think it would hamper anyone else having 8.5 million, especially with the, the money, money from Salah and Son. No. So, I, I, yeah. you know, he's going to... Well, the prognosis seems to be three weeks or so for it. But as I said, I think that's only one or two game weeks because of the, the break. Yeah. Um, so I, mm. I, I do think there's merit in that. Definitely. Saves a transfer. Um, okay. Um, 
I'm just rattling through some more questions. Can uh, okay, um, okay, we're coming up to an hour mark, so I'm just going to get a couple more questions in, um, and then we'll end it there. Um, me and Tom, if there's any other questions people have got, uh, mine and Tom, have, uh, me and Tom, have a captaincy video out this week that may answer some of your questions. We also got a team reveal video out. We'll have uh, in the next day or two. Um, so that also might answer some more questions as well. So a couple of questions here. Um, Tyler Little, is Tony worth a minus four for Alvarez? I would say not a minus oh, yeah. four, but yeah. I am also very keen on Tony and I think he's a captaincy shout. But I think Alvarez yeah, is also but... a good shout this week. Yeah, I'm, I've got Alvarez too. Yeah. I've had him for a few weeks now, yeah. but I think given that Haaland wasn't even on the bench against... Um, Huddersfield, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think that he'd probably be the favourite to lead the line again. And if he's on set pieces and penalties against Newcastle, who have been leaky recently, I absolutely wouldn't be taking a hit for him uh, to get um, him out. And final question is about Kevin De Bruyne from Scott Speed. Um, the, uh, Kevin De Bruyne got some minutes of City in the Cup, as he noted. He got an assist as well. Um, he is did, he likely yeah. to get some more minutes in the future? So, I mean, that's a, the essential question. Is it worth it getting in? Because you want minutes, but... Not yet. I just no. don't think yet. And and the quote, go back on Fancy Football Scout on, on X. I think we have the exact quote there from De Bruyne pretty much saying, I hope... I hope to be on the bench, if you see what I mean. For him, that's good, considering how long he's been out. He hopes to get more minutes, but he doesn't expect... I think he, yeah, he said he, he kind of ex he expects to be on the bench because yeah. he said it was a big game at Newcastle. I think Pep's reiterated... He's said so many times he's going to be careful with them. Yeah. And he's not a bad player to have on the bench if you need him after 60 minutes, is he? Yeah. So I think that um, another bench a, a role against yeah. Newcastle, then they go away to Abu Dhabi for two weeks, him, Haaland further training training sessions getting ready and then maybe by the time you get to that burnley game and brentford then he might be ready to start so. okay um thanks everyone for joining us in the live chat um news wise i i the the alexander arnold news has obviously come in whilst we're recording in a, in a way it's been not fortuitous for him obviously fortuitous for us from a journalistic point of view that we've been able to address that and been able to um recommend some alternatives and strategies uh, for dealing with that uh, i think that's sort of overshadowed a lot of a lot of our chat but it's also you know been a good chance for us to um get that uh, on as well um uh, just more question about stupanan lots of people are interested in stupanan i think that's the two main strategies alexander arnold for stupanan or bench him um because he might be back yep. in a couple of weeks a couple of game weeks um tom thanks so much for your time we've got plenty more videos coming up later this week um those watching do press that like button uh, and do obviously subscribe as well if you're not already keep up to date with our videos and podcasts and have a look at fancyfootscout.co.uk for those members offers uh, in the meantime tom good luck with your transfer decisions your captaincy and all those other things that we'll discuss in other vids um see you soon great thanks jane